the Bills are back from their bye week and are heading to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll talk some routes for the Bills to still make the playoffs and who to root for heading towards the end of the season. All of this and more on this edition of the Buffalonian Podcasts, Betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. Podcast. I'm Joe Kelly, and as always, I'm joined by none other than Dom Loss. We're here for betting on the Bills. Man, we took the bye week with the Bills, and boy, oh boy, it's been a while, it feels like. It's been a hot minute, so it's good to be back. Dom, I don't know about you, I was excited to talk today. There's a lot that we have to cover, including a nice 20,000-word article uh, from Tyler Dunn at golongtd.com. Um, I, I read it yesterday. I know you read it yesterday. We were talking about it briefly last night. Uh, there was press conference about one of the things said in the article. So I don't know. It it was a crazy day yesterday. Uh, just let's, let's, let's kick it off with that. And then we'll get into the bills chiefs matchup, which is arguably huge. So it's, it's a big betting on the bills day today. What are you thinking? What what was, what did that 20,000 word article three-parter mean to you? Oh, good question there. That was very uh, <laughs> journalistic. Uh, Sorry, you know, just finishing out my journalism degree this week. Been doing a lot of interviews. It's just, it's, it's happening. So, um, well, I mean, I think we both wanted to come off the bye. Um, big game with the Chiefs. Uh, playoff implications on the line for the Bills, and uh, here we are. The Von Miller incident happens, and now this article jumps yesterday. So, there's never a uh, quiet bye week. Never. Yep. I mean, they lost the, fir- the first week of the bye, and now they lose this week of the bye, all the two weeks. So, you know, just can't can't seem to buy a, you know, it's like that golfer that just can't seem to hit that putt to make par, always hitting bogey or double. Um, no, I mean, I don't, I think the article was an interesting read. I don't think it, I don't know, it's weird. I don't think it changed my opinion that much. I mean, I think you, you and I, and I think everyone knows, like, I'm pro fire McDermott, but. I'm also mm-hmm. not um not firing Sean McDermott because of what I think has happened to what what I think has happened to the locker room or the stories that were really told. I think it's more of the on field performance and I think after a while every message kinda gets a little stale and um there's no doubt about it that coaching has a, done has a lot to do with the fact that the Bills are sitting at six of six. I know some are injuries and some are, you know, the the inability to execute the turnovers, but I think everyone would say point to coaching as the main reason where we're at. And um I think that's the reason why I think he should be gone. Do I think he's going to be fired? From all indications, no. 
Um, does this change yeah. anything? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think so because I I don't think so from the perspective of uh the the 9/11 comments that you alluded to in your original thing were yes were addressed. We were t- talked about in 20 what I was brought up in 2019, a comment from 2019, discussed and addressed in 2019 and is now I'm not you know, not joking about 9-11, but apparently it's an office joke or whatever, according to Tim Graham's sources. So, I don't know. I, I think, and again, he's going to have to apologize for it now, but I don't, I just don't think that gets him canned. I think it was an interesting read, though. What about you? Yeah, it was very interesting. It was a very interesting read. Um, I read it yesterday. I listened to uh, the sports stations talking about it yesterday. It was big, big news. I mean, even... Schefter got a hold of it. If you saw that, Fox News even got a hold of it, interestingly enough. So um, it circulated. Uh, good on Tyler Dunn, business-wise, for Go Long TD. That was, that's was that got to be awesome there. Um, and, yeah, like you said, though, I mean, again, we're not in on the office joke at all. I don't, want, I don't want that to be out there at all. But he did address those comments yesterday um, live. He was asked a question about it. He said he did not – McDermott said he did not read the article, um, I assume – he may or may not. It doesn't really matter, honestly. But yeah, there's no way. I don't think he gets fired for what's mentioned in there. There's a lot more related to the game and Bill's game of football with that you know, like part. We talked about. Right. That part. That part. I, maybe I the game time decisions. Right. Not tr- not doing the right thing. Whatever. That that can go to firing him. This other stuff is big stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there there are stories, 25 sources coming out and saying this stuff. And for people who are like, oh, it can't be real because, you know, 25 anonymous sources. I'm like, that's investigative journalism. Who wants their name attached to this? Nobody. Why would you? Like, if it were you. Yeah, if you were, blacklisted. Yeah, if you were his front office assistant, would you want your name attached to this? No. I no. mean, I, I think it comes down to that. He, the only the story that I thought wasn't true was the nine eleven story because I didn't think that was possibly like I just yeah. didn't think that was real. I'm sorry, I thought that was like but which one? The one where he's talking about the communication and the oh oh you were still on that one. Okay, I thought yeah. you said the other was, another one. No, I'm sorry, that yeah. one just like I just like I couldn't believe like that would be real. <laughs> just, no, that, until four hours later, he's he's asked yeah. about it and comments on it. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's not like it's like those stories that are too good to be true. That one was like too bad to be true. Like that yeah. one was. But I think it. I think it comes down to the fact of. Obviously, the stories seem to be accurate. Now, again, mm-hmm. there's some people's point of view, right? They might not be from. They're obviously from a perspective that may not hold Sean McDermott in the in the greatest light. So right. I think maybe they have a personal issue or something like yes. that as well. And yeah. obviously a lot has been talked about, you know, Tyler Dunn's not being credentialed. I think that's a little silly. Do I think maybe he looked for sources that confirmed something about Sean McDermott? Sure. Like, I think when you're writing a story and you have an idea to run with the story of, hey, I want to go dive deep into the, the fault, the faults of the, the head coach of the Bills. You're not going to go and talk to try and talk to like Josh Allen or people that like love him. I think he, uh, I mean, he had some sources in there that did, um, you know, show Sean in a good light as well. So it wasn't just all the sources. It wasn't, all yeah, 20, it wasn't fully. All 25 but... weren't like nailing him to the cross, but like, yeah. um, again, it's often people's point of views. And 
I think it was an interesting read. Again, it doesn't change much for me. And obviously, I think you alluded to it. The biggest winner is probably his business because it was, you know, we talk, you talk, you learn school about, you know, newsworthiness. You know, the, <laughs> the, the story has to be time, like timely and relevant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the fire McDermott calls coming it, out. It was yeah. very relevant. Mm-hmm. It couldn't be more relevant and it couldn't be more timely. I mean, as you said, alluded to Schefter, I mean, not just the people in the Buffalo area, but all the people in the national media probably want, like paid the $8 to read it as well. So, I mean, that's fantastic yeah. business. I do say this, though. I think you and I both agree a big, a big thing in life is that multiple things can be true at once. You know, there isn't mm-hmm. just one one line of the truth. No. I think the article, there is more truth than the people who are really supporting McDermott heavily want to admit. Oh, yeah. And there's, I don't want to say axe to grind, but, like, there's more, well, like... probably the best way this, to put it. Maybe bias. But there's more, like, because... this This doesn't mean... The, 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 the whole meaning of this article may not be as much as, like, the people that want McDermott gone. And I want McDermott gone, but I, I could be in the middle and be, you know, unbiased by it. Like... People like there's a bunch of like people like reporters being like, oh, this is like I can't believe this all this stuff. I was like, I I just like from the fact I'm not even defending McDermott, but like you're telling me every coach bats a, now. I I know the the some of the stories were really bad. I'm not defending those, yeah. but like no coach bats a thousand motivating their store like speeches. Do I right. think McDermott tries too hard and then ends up like doing some weird strange stuff? Yes. Uh-huh. Do I think he should be fired over that? If it has been addressed and it is not a big deal to the organization, no. And these comments are for five. He should not be fired for his comments that he made to a team four years ago that has now been a no problem for the organization since then, Mm -hmm. right? That doesn't make. Again, was it interesting to learn those stories? Absolutely. Did I really need to know those stories to make a decision on Sean McDermott's future? No. No. I I think that's the biggest takeaway. Right. I mean, definitely it's interesting to know them. Like you alluded to, it's very interesting in some cases with these questionable stories. And, um, you know, especially like we mentioned, the one we've been heavily talking about so far. But our minds were made up two weeks ago after Denver in the scapegoat, you know, like all that. So, like, you know, I don't I there are I mean, I'm not going to call anyone out specifically by name, but there are other organizations around the Buffalo area really saying like, you know, going at Tyler Dunn with the ax to grind thing. And while I do somewhat agree, yeah, there might be an ax to grind. There's a personal area of this, right. For sure. For him, because he wrote an article about 13 seconds and credential pulled, right. That's the story going around. But then you also have to admit there is some, like you said, there's two more than one truth going on at the same time here. There is truth to what he wrote and 25 sources. Don't just, happen without there you know what i'm saying like without listen, there being truth listen, didn't the simple fact is this like he could have wrote a very good article about mcdermott or a very bad article or very i don't want to say bad article but like an informative of some poor stories behind the scenes of mcdermott right mm-hmm. do i think his purse his personal bias made him go to oh i want to get sources and i want to write this story sure but that doesn't make the story less legitimate because he still got the sources. It's not like he made up all the stuff. No, you know what I mean, like <laughs> this is from people's mouths, and it's not like, like he just like probably like like got like the janitor's sister in law. Like he probably got like legit 
vetted his sources. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, so that's why that's where I get like a little more. Like, can we talk about like all? If you're gonna like go at him, like, could you talk about like why did you feel the need to do this right now? Other than obviously we know, I mean, we kind of alluded to it, but like, why did you feel the need to do this right now? Like, we shouldn't we all as like a, a community try and like rally around the team, like the squad's going into the biggest game of the year, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, we could talk about like, yeah, it doesn't seem like you have a little bit of an accent. Kind of, yeah, but that doesn't mean like he just wrote down about twenty thousand words and had twenty five sources that were like third party sources. So like, again, both both multiple things can be true at once. I think you could defend. I think you could defend him, and I think you could also have a conversation about the extra grind. Like, I think both things can be very true at once. Like, it was a good piece of work. Like, it was. Why, I enjoyed why, reading why it. Is society does, why is society, do we have to be like personal vendetta? Everything's untrue. Or, man, going after his credibility, losers. Like, I mean, it, it's 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 a two way street. It, it really, it grabs me. It's like, dude, just go in the middle, man. It's like, come at it. I admit, when I first read it, I was like, oh my God, like, this is an unbelievable. Like I didn't know a lot about him personally, so I was like, "Oh my god, this is unbelievable!" Whatever. And then, like learning about him, I was like, "Oh, maybe like the nine eleven thing is untrue." And then learning about the nine eleven too, like it took me a good couple hours to really formulate and articulate like an actual opinion. And I think sometimes people, when they see this like interesting piece of work, immediately want to be like say the first thing that comes to their mind. When it's like, no, just like wait a second, like wait a couple hours. I mean, we're never going to do this as a society, but like. No, Wait a couple let it of... marinate a little bit. You know? Yeah, and then put be the like, you know in, what? Put the chicken in the Italian dressing, let it sit for a few hours and, you know, right. take it out. Look at one perspective, look at the other perspective and help formulate your opinion. Be like, you know what? I'm kind of in the middle because, like, it seems like this is kind of an – it doesn't seem like this is a right or wrong thing. Like, there's some right to one side and some wrong to that side. And there's – I mean, come on now. Yeah. No, I want to But here we are spending 14 minutes talking about <laughs> I know, I know, but that just shows you. I mean, around I mean the tw- the Twitterverse or Xverse, whatever you want to call it, exploded around 11 a.m. yesterday when that was just shadow dropped on everybody, no indication of an article coming, just like, "Hey, we're letting this out." I mean, it was very well written too. I enjoyed reading it. I didn't enjoy reading a lot of the things I read, but I enjoyed reading it, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. It, either way, I think it was Definitely Is 20,000 words the longest thing you read in a long time? Probably. Voluntarily read? Probably. I mean, talking yeah, school about wise, you know I mean? yeah. like, okay. school-wise, but voluntarily read, yes, like, and actually like enjoyed reading. But no, it, it, it was interesting. Um, I think it was definitely timely, like you said, newsworthiness, right? Uh, the Fire McDermott calls have never been louder than now, and the Bills are 6-6 six and six, heading for a barely or less than 50% chance to make the playoffs. So why wouldn't you drop it now? At the moment. 18% chance to make the playoffs at the moment. So it went up 3% I, though. I went, went, went up 3%. I, went up, I think it went up 4%. Because I think it might have been 15 going to the buy, 14 after the buy, and then 18 now or something like that. Like some category. Of those. But it's at 18. Well, we have 18 it's at 18. Chance. So no better time, no newsworthier time than <laughs> to do it now. So I, I will say that. But We'll chat more about that down the line as more maybe maybe we'll know more by Tuesday when we do the pod of actual like truth to some of that and we'll see what happens with it. But I think it's time to move in to some Bills talk because five games left on the season. Six and six. 
18% chance, like you mentioned, to make the playoffs. And this is betting on the Bills. So let's get into it. I I mean, I'll talk about a bet I personally made, but let's get into this Chiefs game to start it out here. Bills are how many? One and a half point underdogs? Is that what they are? Yes, sir. And going to Arrowhead again. So that seems to be Josh Allen. You know those memes with the red eyes where he like where they go crazy? That's Josh Allen and Arrowhead for the past like four seasons. I mean, the guy's... The guy has his best games there, arguably. I mean, imagine if he was on the Chiefs with Andy Reid, he'd be talked about as the best quarterback in the NFL, as we saw on Get Up, I believe, a couple days ago. Uh, I forget who it was. Made the argument that um, if he was with Andy Reid, we'd be saying he's the best. But he's with Sean McDermott and the Bills, so we're not going to think about that. But statistically, the Bills in the regular season against the Chiefs in oh. Arrowhead. I, I, you... I apologize. I'm going to cut you off. No, go ahead. Totally read that article because they just asked, they asked him like 30 minutes ago. Oh, I'm seeing it right now. Debunking the hit piece. Yeah. Part Sean McDermott said his mind is uh, a uh, Matt Pranos uh, tweet says Sean McDermott has ha- said his mind has been spinning the past 24 hours since Tyler Dunn's story, which McDermott referred to as clearly an attack on my character in quote quoted as it's been disappointing it's been hurtful at the end of the day i know who i am at the end of the day i know how i handle myself as i said humbly i am not without flaws i wake up every morning and try to do the best job i can do to win games for the fans the buffalo bills and do it in the right way and that's my main goal every day and quote hmm. so well you have an 18 percent chance to make the playoffs so you haven't been winning games so i don't know so, there you go we'll, see, definitely... we'll see more we will find out more i, I will say this though <laughs> Sean McDermott is human. I think we should respect him as a human. If that story was written about me or like you, I feel like you and I would have very similar reactions to McDermott. Like, I don't think I, yeah. I, I mean, I, we are this, who we are. Mm-hmm. Like, writing that about an individual, like, if I was that individual that the story was written on, like, I'd feel a little bit hurt by that. So I don't think that's yeah. a, I think that's an appropriate, I'm not like we should be appropriating Sean McDermott's reactions, but like, I think like, I fully no, understand what response is appropriate. That. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, we will definitely now. I think find out more. Yeah, in the sorry, COVID sorry. Days. I apologize. I no, thought that was no. You're good. You're good as because... we talked about, I thought that was uh, timely and relevant to our discussion. So yes, newsworthiness, right? So uh, <laughs> I don't know. I we by Tuesday, I think I think we'll have some more information to go off of, more of his comments to go off of, because yeah. I don't see after one day this going away, asking questions and all of that. So. No, um, I, was, I, was looking, I was looking to see, because uh, obviously today is Friday. Um, the injury report? I was, look, I was looking to see if like there was injuries, and that one was the first tweet on my timeline. So. Yikes. I haven't even opened Twitter today, so I, I might have to mid-show, see if we get any more updates. But yeah, the Bills, back to the – they're taking on the Chiefs. They Listen, against the in the regular season, like I was saying, the Bills are unmatched in Arrowhead. They play really well. Uh, the Really, going back to that AFC championship that they really had no chance in because the Chiefs are really well put together that year and the Bills, that was their first year of stardom, really. And then the divisional game, which is arguably one of the best games of football ever to be viewed, I mean, that that knocked them out of the playoffs. So the Bills, though, I think they're going to play this game well. I'll let you talk on it, and then I'll talk. We'll we'll lay out the Bills' future here, but I I think the Bills have a chance to to win this game and start a good push because the Chiefs also have not been playing their best football. It seems that they have butter on their fingers because no one knows how to catch a ball. Uh, Travis Kelsey's dropped MVS. 
I'm thinking back to that Eagles game a couple weeks back. That's the game winner right in the end zone, and that's that. So what do you what do you think going into this game, though? I mean, just brief thoughts before we get into the nitty-gritty and the, the odds and what we think for the Bills at the 18% they're at right now. No, it's definitely a game that they have to kind of have. Obviously, the last five games, they have to at least go 4-1. and one. Like, they have to find a way to get to 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and they really can't afford to lose another AFC game. Obviously, um, last night with the Patriots doing us a favor and taking out the Steelers, who are now, I guess, a half game out of us because they're seven and six. Um, they don't yeah. look too hot. I mean, it just seems thank, thank like. Thank you, Bill Belichick. Thank you. I mean, it just seems like this moment is like, I think there's a lot of teams that are going to get to nine. Like, you could see the game to nine. I think it may be hard for some teams to get to 10. I just think 10 is the number um, for the Bills. And we'll see. I mean, week to week, we'll look at this slate for you guys. Uh, we're changing things up a little bit on the Buffalo and see, like, how to how, how to maximize the Bills' percentages. But obviously, I mean, they need to win. Um, mm-hmm. And there's no there's no time. Like, there's no, oh, we're 9-3-8-4. We can afford to drop this one. Like, no, you had no. to have it. And... The Bills are, show that they are more than capable of winning this type of game and more than capable of losing this type of game. So um... we saw that with Philly just <laughs> just before the bye week. They they Absolutely. had that game. They I mean the, the defense let up thirty points between halftime and overtime. So I mean you can't you can't be doing that against the Kansas City Chiefs. So and the Chiefs mm-hmm. always play the Bills hard. They're always going to play the Bills hard. So. Uh, yeah, but as Don mentioned, we are switching it up a little bit because who cares what the Seahawks and 49ers are doing? We're gonna we're gonna focus focus on the the road to the bowl as titled an episode a while back and getting the bills to uh getting the bills there and see what we could do so i mean at the end of the day though who's going to be the difference maker on the bills in this game you think like just well i guess i'll have two i think okay looking at the chiefs injuries that's why I wanted to see, going on my phone, to see if there was actually updates because there's multiple. There's four guys that have not practiced all week. Isaiah Pachenko, who is their starting running back with a shoulder injury. Maybe he injured himself stolen that punch that he got kicked out of the game last weekend. Uh, <laughs> Brian oh, yeah. Cook, their starting safety, who I'm like, I don't understand. I'm 95% sure he broke his ankle. Like, I think we all saw him break his ankle on national television. So, like, the fact that he's not been yeah. placed in IR has been kind of, or maybe dislocated, but like, Still, like, I, I'm 95. I'm, like, pretty confident that we saw him, like, his ankle. Yeah. So, like, I don't know mm-hmm. what that uh Donovan Smith, their their left tackle who's been dealing with neck injury, is probably not going to play. So they're going to probably have a backup left tackle in, uh, you know, defending the blind side of Patrick Mahomes. And then Drew Tranquil, uh, their starting middle linebacker who who has the, the green dot who calls the plays, is probably going to be out for concussion. I think Nick Bolton... Uh, their star linebacker, who's been out a lot for uh, four games of a dislocated wrist, I think he's coming back because he he's been full the last two weeks. So I would assume he's going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking at that from that perspective, and then I'll talk about the Bills injuries in two seconds. I just think the Bills edge rushers are really going to be the key in the game, um, especially when I just alluded to backup left tackle and for the Chiefs, Jawan Taylor, their right tackle has really been god awful. Yeah. Um, we all know the strength of this Chiefs offensive line is the center and two guards into your offensive line. So I think the edges could have a really big game. Obviously they have to be, you know, disciplined to not, um, 
you know, lose their rush lane to let because Mahomes is still as dangerous as ever running in extending play. So I think the edge rushers are going to be big. And then we have to looking at the Bills injuries. They're pretty, they're pretty dang healthy. Uh, they are. Just breaking news. Kyrie Lilm will not be activated for the game. So we will not get back to back game, back to back seasons, I should say, where Kyrie Elam gets the regular season interceptions of Patrick Mahomes, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but they did say there's a good chance that Dawson Knox, uh, comes back. I, I think he'll be an X factor if he, if he plays because I think, Again, is Dawson Knox a flawed player? Absolutely. Is Dawson Knox also at least, if you don't want to even give him good, I would give him good, but an above average player? Sure. Is he better than Mm -hmm. Quentin Morris? Yes. So, again, when you put 12 personnel and you have Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid, stresses the defense a little bit more than Quentin Morris and Dalton Kincaid. So, um, I'm excited for Knox. I'm also excited for Knox because this is his first game. If he obviously, if he gets activated, they said it's a good chance. I assume he's going to get activated. So I'm talking like he's going to get activated. Watch him not. That'd be really hard for me. <laughs> but uh, this is his first game with Joe Brady. So like, yeah, you know, we can see a different we, Dawson Knox. We might see a different Dawson Knox. I mean, we saw him with Dable. How effective he was, and obviously he had moments last year of Dorsey being effective at the end of the year. Didn't really have. I mean, he's had an awful season. This is this is. I mean, oh, he has, and it was I. It was a lingering wrist injury that no one notified anyone about. So, I mean, well, I think he, we knew he had it, but like, I just don't. The extent of the injury, though, like we didn't know he needed sure, surgery sure. on it. It is know? kind of unfortunate that all three of the tight ends have kind of missed time. Like Morris yeah. had that high ankle or that whatever. That I think he missed a couple games. Kincaid had that yeah. concussion. Knox yeah, because Kincaid, I think, was the only tight end for a little bit. While Morris was out, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. They had like yeah. Reggie, my boy Reggie Gilliam, um, <laughs> most versatile fullback in the NFL. Come on, um, Reggie Gilliam. Dane Jackson also cleared concussion protocol. Obviously, they had the bye, so you kind of assume that he probably would. So, yeah, probably the healthiest they're going to be. Uh, obviously, it seems like they're going to play Von Miller. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really want to touch on that subject too much because I don't think neither one of us really qualified to. Um, but. It seems like they're going to play him. I personally would not because I think Kingsley Jonathan actually has been better than Von Miller on the football field. So he actually, he's been a lot better. And I mean, yeah, I, I again, I don't want to avoid the off field. Him. I just think on field Von Miller has not been warranted the snaps that he's been getting. Maybe does no. he does he impact the the, the offense? I don't know, but I don't, I, th- I just I just believe that Kingsley, my boy Kingsley Jonathan, still a really badass name. Sorry for swearing. Um, there is more wrong. We, we've said we've said worse. Come on, How many, we quoted we have, Josh Allen. Yeah, we have, on. but like, okay, you have mostly. I rarely, if ever. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I feel like Get that a was little excited thing. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I listen. I I would like to see Kingsley Jonathan out there. I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, that wouldn't be bad. So, I'm. The Bills who, are. The, who do you got for X Factors? Come on, you you, you just say one or two. Come on. Oh, that's right. That's right. I got to throw them out there. Come on, okay, we got to we got to be we got to be journalistic integrity right here. You ask, okay, you so, ask me the question, I throw it right back your way after I answer it. Jeez, didn't think I'd be using my journalism degree this early. You know what I mean? Like so hard, so fast. But here we go. I if you sat here and told me even without Dawson Knox being healthy, who was going against the Chiefs? Right, the middle line starting middle linebacker out. You're going to see Dalton Kincaid have the game of his life, I think, against the Chiefs. It, I, I truthfully think so. Um, I I need him. I need him in fantasy this week. I got a playoff push I'm making currently in our fantasy league. So I've, I I have to have Dalton Kincaid go off. Um, I think there's a real possibility he does against that Chiefs team. And 
you know, out Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. So uh, is t- the real question will be, the real question will be my other X factor. This is a joke when I have a serious one, right? My other X factor is if T Swift is in the building or not. All right. If she's not, we can expect the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, to I forgot cold. about that. Didn't we always yep. think that it was going to be T Swift and Hilly Seinfeld in a suite yes. together? Yes. That was the, that was the joke. December, whatever, December 10th. 10th. Um, Haley Steinfeld and uh, Taylor Swift in the suite together. But no, no. T Swift, if she's not there, this team is folding under its leg. I'm telling you that right now. It's going to death drop right to the floor. So Travis Kelsey won't be able to catch a pass. But we shall see. My my serious yeah, other you had me You really had me looking up Taylor Swift's uh, tour dates. Tour schedule? This <laughs> 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 she have anything going on December 10th? Oh boy, the silence scares yeah, me. Yeah, look, I keep, forever, this one, the international ones are there. This is probably the one I want to see. Never mind. The Eras yeah. Tour. You can also see it in your local theater if you're feeling frisky. The Eras Tour. This is wild. I don't think we've ever done this. I, I, I didn't, can't I didn't... find her dates. Okay, maybe, maybe they're, maybe they have your IP address and your location, and they're like, "All right, he's in Buffalo. We can't give him the inside scoop." So, um, I listen. Maybe she, I, think she might be I, break. I don't know. At this point, probably with the holidays coming up, but um, that's probably true. Now I think about that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Hanukkah started. Happy Hanukkah out there, by the way. I want to point that out to anybody out there celebrating. So happy Hanukkah. Anyway, if T Swift is in the building or not. That's going to be an X factor. And also, also, I think James Cook's going to be big in the passing game. He had that drop, right? That could have put that touchdown could have put the Bills' momentum way in their favor. And Philly might not have even been able to stop him. So they would have been a touchdown up at that point. Things could have happened differently. James Cook remembers that. He keeps the receipts like Geno Smith. He knows what he knows what happened. And he will not be dropping those passes. So Dalton Kincaid and James Cook, I think, are going to be two huge factors. And of course, Josh Allen is going to be rushing like crazy. So those are my three big guys right there. I also think it's important to note that you know last game for the for the Packers, they really were able to run the ball very effectively. Twenty five carries for one hundred and twenty nine yards, five point two carry. I know some of them were you know, scramble and end the round plays. But really, even if you just take their backs, they were able to run 20 carries for over 100 yards. So that's over five yards a clip. So I think this Chiefs yeah. defense can definitely get run on. And you saw also the the Packers did a really nice job of spreading the ball around. Um, yeah. So I, I I think there's a lot of I – don't, I don't know if there's like – like I think the ground game will be effective. I don't know if there's going to be like – I mean, other than maybe Diggs, but like that one big alpha game by someone, like probably Diggs has it because like Watson last week had seven for 71, two tutties. Um, so like, I mean, Diggs could probably have that type of game, but like, I do think like this is a big game for people that like have Gabe Davis and fancy, Dalton Cade, Davis in a 12 man, you had to run Khalil Shakir. <laughs> like, I think, I, I do think like the surrounding pieces, obviously I've t- alluded to Austin Max's return as well. Like, I think this run pieces around Diggs actually you're gonna have a pretty nice day because the Chiefs do do a fairly at least attempt to do a fairly decent job of trying to limit Diggs when we play them. So I think every team tries to do a fairly good job at limiting Diggs. I just have to say it, it just really sucks that these teams are combined fourteen ten. I know. I'm just gonna say it. Like I feel like I feel like the lust of this game is a little bit lost. Um because of like they're, the team. They're performances. not the top dogs. But like, the, because like the team's performances, like the lust of this game, the lust of this game has been like lost. But like, 
Allen and Mahomes are still playing really well, and it's still Allen versus Mahomes. Like, it's two elite of the elite. A lot of people have these guys as the top two quarterbacks in the entire league. And it just feels like we're Friday here, and it's like, man, the only news cycle I've seen is Mike Greenberg getting really pissed at everyone at get up for trashing Josh Allen and oh what's yeah. wrong with the Chiefs like this is an all-time quarterback matchup and it's like Friday and like I don't know it just it just it doesn't like I don't know it just doesn't feel like past Chiefs Bills games like the one last year was like oh my god like both teams off to good starts like this is a well, massive game in Arrowhead yeah, delivered. yeah, the divisional round is a playoff game. The year before that was, can the Bills get revenge because they got their teeth kicked in twice? Obviously, they played for an AFC title. Like it just feels like out of the Mahomes, I guess the only one that I could compare, I want to compare this one to, is the first matchup where they played in Buffalo without any fans, and mm-hmm. it was that weird. Oh, I always blink on when this game was supposed to be played. I'm really mad at myself. They played on a Monday, didn't they? Oh, it got moved around. Didn't it? Yeah, it did. You know why? Because the I Titans think game was weird too. Oh, I'm trying to blank. I'm blanking though on when the games were supposed to play. But I think if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, they played the Titans game on a Tuesday, and they were supposed to hypothetically, obviously, it wasn't going to happen. But I think the Chiefs game was supposed to be Thursday night football because we got the Fox crew. But they had to move that all the way to next Monday, like a Monday game at like mm-hmm. five them or whatever. Like yeah, it was that, a double Monday nighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that kind of build up to that game is very similar to this one because that one was like, oh, it's COVID, whatever. This is kind of weird. Is Allen really that guy? Because it was like a month into him actually being good. Like I should say elite. Uh, yeah, and, and they lost really... to the Titans. So yeah, and then it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so, so like oh no, I think I think it, it's weird. Like this is this is like. I don't know. We just I, I feel like in ten years we're gonna come back to like these type of games and be like, Man, this person has a blank to blank head to head and it's like, yeah, and then I just completely forget like this I feel like this game may not be memorable. Like I don't know. I, no. Like, especially well, if this, it all depends. The performance could be though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that's that's, that's the if, only if, thing. If, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. I just feel like if there's not like a great performance by the quarterback and they have have good games like relative to their standards. And they get a nice duel or whatever, but like both their seasons end up not being like very interesting in the postseason, like or even heck, making the postseason in our case. Like, I just feel like this game will be head over. But uh, to move us along, because I'm just having a bunch of ADD, um, game picks and MVP. I'll 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 let you hit those topics first, big guy. Okay, score prediction. At the end of the day, the Bills are winning this game. I'm telling you that right now. The Bills are going to win. It's going to be a high-scoring game. Bills are winning it 42-35 to 35 by a touchdown. It's going to be high-scoring. I'm telling you, right. it's a shootout. Like That's what I'm telling you. It's going to be big. It's going to be a big game. And MVP, you said, the other one? MVP yeah. is, uh, I, I, this is an absolute cop-out on my end. I'm going to tell you that right now. Answering him. It's true, though. He's the reason you were in the Philadelphia game. He's the reason you're going to be in this game. He's the reason you work every year. You know what I mean? He's going to put the Superman cape on, not the Henry Cavill Jack Superman. He's going to put on the old, classic Christopher Reeve Superman cape. And guess what? He's going to spread the ball around. He's going to run the ball. He's going to be the leading rusher for the team, and he's going to spread that ball around. The Chiefs won't even know what hit him. And he's going to be walk up to Pat Mahomes after and say, what was that? What do you think that was? 
You know, I'm I'm the back. I feel I feel like I'm back. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was your that was your line. No, I don't know. I didn't have a line. That was that was that was rough. But no, I truthfully, it's him. I I he's him. It is him. That's just what, how it's oh, gonna I'm go. Crying. <laughs> Somehow you not having a line was significantly better if you said a cool line. Yeah, I know. Just worked. Well, just the the silence gotcha. But yeah, I got. I have to. There's no. There's I no got, other person I could pick. I have the Bills winning a similar game than last year. Than to last year, thirty-one twenty-seven. Uh, Allen runs down the clock at the end and scores a touchdown in the final minute or two. The defense, I think, actually steps up for McDermott and gets the stop to win the game. And um, I haven't picked Allen in a long time, and I'm gonna. You know, I don't care that I'm the same as you. I'm picking him as well. I mean, he's—I mean, he's got to be. If he's not, maybe the game didn't go our way. Um, right. But this is kind of another, as you said, Superman cape, and um, this is a big game for Josh Allen's um, career because if he wins this game, he would now have three wins in Arrowhead. I think he's already the active leader of two, but uh, mm-hmm. getting a third would be kind of nice. Um, I see people and, are pretty calling it Allen Head. I'm like, please stop. Please stop. Yeah, no, we, we yeah. not that want worked that so well for the other team that started doing that with their quarterback. Yeah, team. right. Please stop. <laughs> I don't want to hear that at all. Please stop. Um, That's where I'm at with but, that. But he would tie the series through three with Mahomes. Uh, now, Grant Mahomes is 2-0 in the playoffs, so like... <laughs> That's always the the, the million-dollar counter argument that's kind of we can't uncounter other than the fact of 13 seconds I could then counter with that one. Um, mm-hmm. Other than they did kick our butts in the championship game, so what am I talking about? But right, and but... this is every game against Mahomes for Allen is kind of a playoff game because these dudes are going to be compared with each other Not for, for the, the rest of the time. Career. We yeah. still compare Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, even though at the end of his career, Tom Brady kind of separated with his run in Tampa and his last couple Super Bowls in New England. But like for the longest time, like after Manning retired. In 2015, like it was kind of like, dang, like I know Tom has the four Super Bowls, but Peyton Manning kind of had a better career, and you know, yeah, he had, and he also has two. Like it was kind of a debate a little bit. Well, here's my just question for, for you: Just waiting for our, our brother Josh to get one, so we could kind of get those arguments. Well, that's that's my question: How long did it take Peyton Manning to win a Super Bowl in Indianapolis? How long? And he's still regarded as the second greatest quarterback of all time. I think he was 30, so I think eight, like I think nine seasons, eight seasons. Something like that. Like, like, come on. Like, Tom Brady set an unusual precedent of con- consistently I, I, winning Super Bowls. I, I agree. I, I think a lot of people have, honestly, because Drew Brees didn't win a Super Bowl till he was in his uh, close to his 30s. Yeah. I think Rodgers won one in his first couple of years starting something of Big Ben and, and Brady Mahomes. And I think that kind of set the stage of what it's supposed to be. But really, that's not super realistic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's also a lot of guys that won one early and never came back. Like Rodgers, again, he won one really early in his career. That was it. <laughs> never. That was it. Brett Favre won one pretty early in his career, like in his fifth season. I want to say never. No, then he went back the year before he even lost. And then, like John Elway, opposite example, won one in his last two years. I think he spent fifteen his fifteenth year in the league. He finally won one. So yeah. Listen, just gotta get one, man. I just, I just, we just need one. <laughs> just gotta get in one. Bills in a Bills uniform, my cat. I, I, I think I just was gonna leave, but just, just one. I, I mean, like, I'm not a selfish man. I don't pretend to be one. Like, I'll sit through another ten years of the Sabers being irrelevant for Josh Allen to win one Super Bowl with the Bills. 
Yeah, we'll but, talk about that on Tuesday a little bit too. But I before we end the show, I feel like we got like another like five ish minutes because we're at forty and forty five is probably a good time to um, skedaddle. Yeah, I gotta um, throw my bet in there too. You gotta throw your bet in there. So I, I'll give you a, a second after this, but. We're not going to do any game picks other than obviously we just obviously just did one. So good one, Dominic. You probably could have specified that a little <laughs> bit better. But um, I just want to briefly go through the slate and not pick the games, but talk about who we want to win uh, these games and maybe why. So who are relevant to the, the Bills, I should say. Yeah. Um, I'm only talking about the ones that are relevant. So Jets-Texans, I think it's pretty obvious. Uh, we want the Jets to win because the Jets are 4-8. And, and, and they're have, starting okay. Zach Wilson. They're starting Zach Wilson, and as always, the Jets are at that eight number, so they the most wins they could possibly have is nine. So again, even if the Jets with someone went out, if the Bills got to ten, which we all need them to get to, it wouldn't matter. So, and we definitely want the Texans, who are kind of in that playoffs that playoff race with us for the wild card. Um, I believe they are seven and five. Um, that would be a nice way to get them down to 7-6. Potentially, we would be tied with after this. And then it's an AFC loss to them as well. So, we are rooting for the Jets. The Colts-Bengals <clears throat> is an incredibly tough matchup. Uh, I'm going to skip yeah. that one because i got to look up their schedules before I make myself look foolish there. But, Jags-Browns. Yeah. So, I think originally, it was interesting. When Trevor Lawrence went down, I think the Bengals winning was a good result for the Bills. Because oh, I think... Everyone thought, like, oh, my God, Trevor Lawrence is done for the year. Like, I don't know if the the Jacks can – they're at eight wins. I don't know if they can get to ten or, you know, whatever with uh, freaking – who's his name? C.J. Beathard. But yes. now that he's over, now that it seems that um all it's good in the hood because uh, he was practicing or is he's not going to miss significant time, I think, we again, I alluded to this before. We just want the division winners to kind of just – win the division other than obviously if they play a team that like the Dolphins play Texans Titans. We want the Titans to win because the Titans have no shot at making the playoffs. But with this Colts with, I'm sorry, with that being said, we want the Jags to beat the Browns. The Browns are seven and five coming off a tough loss against the Rams. They have a pretty easy schedule. But again they have Joe Flacco as their quarterback. So again getting them to seven and six, which could be equal to what the Bills have, is important. Um looking at the Colts schedule the Colts play a lot. The Colts played the Bengals, Steelers, Falcons, Raiders, and end with the Texans. Um, so that's an interesting slate. Yeah. The Bengals end with the Colts, Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, Bang, Browns. Excuse me. So I think from our perspective, we want. I think we would want the Bengals to win because I think the Vikings are a significantly harder game than the Falcons. I think the Vikings are better than the Falcons. They both play the Steelers, so that's kind of a, a wash. Um, and I think the Raiders and Texans are easier games than Chiefs-Browns. So we definitely want the Bengals to win. Um, oh, absolutely. The Bengals go to 7-6. The Colts go to 7-6. The Bengals have a tougher four-game slate left after this week than the 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 Colts do. So we want the, so we're rooting for the Bengals, which is weird to say, because I don't want the Bengals to win, but whatever. I mean, uh, Jake Browning though. If we count the Raiders, game. if we count the Raiders, we want the Vikings to win because they play them. And then we want the Chargers to beat the Broncos because the Broncos are six and six. The Chargers, I believe are four and eight now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so that doesn't really matter. Again, they're already past the 10-1 threshold. So, yeah. So this week we're rooting for – do one more time before then you can make your bet. We can sign off. We're rooting for the New York Jets. Yeah. We already rooted for the Patriots. So we got the dub for us, asshole. So we're rooting for yep. the New York Jets, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Jacksonville Jaguars, mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings. I guess I'm still counting the Raiders. I don't know why. But the Buffalo Bills. Duh. Uh, and the <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers, and if you want to be cheeky for the division, for the Tennessee Titans on Monday Night Football. I keep forgetting that there's a doubleheader for Monday Night Football. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you mean for the you you mentioned for the division, okay? My my bet here to toss it in at the end. I put the Bills down to win the AFC East at plus seventeen hundred, ten dollars. Okay. You might be thinking, why would you do that? There's an 18% chance for them to win the playoffs or make the playoffs, right? Well, you take a look at the Dolphins' schedule. The Bills' schedule is below minus the Dolphins' game to end the year, right? So the Bills, for for purposes of just ease, let's just say they win out because that's what I'm predicting them to do, all right? I'll spoil the rest of the betting on the Bills' episodes. I think if they beat the Chiefs and the Cowboys, they're winning out for the rest of the season. Miami's schedule... They play, again, the Titans on Monday Night Football, like you mentioned. The Titans could win. That game could be fluky. We don't know. That could be an interesting game. They play the Jets, divisional game. If Zach Wilson's still playing, that could get interesting. I don't think they'll win, to be honest with you. So the Dolphins, I have winning the first two games against the Titans and the the Jets. Here's where it gets interesting for the Dolphins, because that would put them, they're currently where? What's their record? I'm trying to think. Dolphins Dolphins are dying three. If they lose their two tough games... Ravens and Cowboys. Down the yes. They right. That's what I'm 11 saying. 11-5. The They'll Bills be 11-5, and, and the Bills win, win against them. Out. If the Bills win out, they go to 11-6, yeah. and the Dolphins would be 11-6 at that point, and they'd right. have a tiebreaker. The yeah. Bills have the tiebreaker. That's, yeah, that's that's my bet. That's what I'm kind of betting on here, and I think we'll it will happen. Legs, we'll see if it has legs after uh, after Sunday. I, will have to, I just want to say Drew Tranko was ruled out with a concussion just now. And all four of the guys I mentioned, Cook, the safety, Smith, the left tackle, obviously Trinkle, the middle linebacker, and Pachinko, the running back, all four did not practice again today. So all wow. four look like they will be out. So looks like we're going to get a lot of Jerk. If you have Jerk McKinnon in fantasy or need a, need, need a deep waiver, uh, maybe a good time to pick him up. <laughs> Thank you. All righty. There you go. So put the bill, put money on the bills if you want to win the division, and the Chiefs are running thin. So pick up Jerk McKinnon in fantasy. All right. Closing remarks. There we go. This has been the Buffalonian podcast, betting on the bills. It's good to be back after the bye week. We're looking forward to talking to you on Tuesday after the bills go into Arrowhead and win. Hopefully. Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Go bills, baby. Go bills.